<laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And guess what, kiddies? You are now tuned in to PBD Horror Podcast. Pleasant screams. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? You're now tuned into the PVD Horror Podcast. I'm Brandon, and today we have a special Thanksgiving episode. We have actress Karen Cleish joining me today to talk about her new film, Thanksgiving, which is now playing in theaters everywhere. Karen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. So, Karen, you got into the acting at a young age. Can you talk about what inspired you to get in this line of work? Yeah. So I always wanted, it was just the career that I always wanted. I was always dreaming in my head. I was always practicing my acting in the mirror. I was just, it was just always my dream to be an actress. And, uh, you know, I always did it through high school. I was, you know, top of my class in drama, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And yeah. And then I finally, I remember at one point I got a little realistic in life and I said, okay, what do I really want to do? Once I was out of college and I said, you know, I can't do this as a career. I was in Montreal at the time. Like, how realistic is this? Uh, And so I strayed a little bit from it, but then, you know, life, life pushed me into it and and my career just kind of took off like when I was about 20 or something. So that's when started everything nice now you have worked in a few horror themed projects over the years i want to know what was it like for your first experience watching a horror film watching a horror film or shooting it watching (laughs) (laughs) um so i'll tell you like the gory stuff always made me laugh a little bit (laughs) yeah um that that wasn't like the scariest stuff for me for me the horror movies that i still probably can't watch to this day are movies like the exorcist mm-hmm. and that's like got ghosts or afterlife stuff or yeah that that stuff really creeps me out i really don't like it uh, but the gory stuff like i was actually in the movie you know and i can, i'm the one in the theater kind of like laughing about it i don't know maybe it's like an uncomfortable laugh but um <laughs> yeah so uh, there's different types of horror movies um hostile i really liked and that's how i first heard about eli you know that okay. one i Oh, okay. So that gore didn't make me laugh, actually, I have to say. Yeah. Kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely pushed the line in that film. Yeah. Yeah. So now you stepped away from acting for a few years to focus on motherhood. Can you talk about what you have learned while taking a break and touch on what was it like returning to the industry? Yeah. So uh when I got pregnant, I, you know, I was doing a lot of action roles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my twenties and that's kind of the, the, the roles that I was always getting. So I wasn't one of those actresses that could really work pregnant, you know, like I can't, yeah. you know, it's hard to hide a belly in a cat suit, like a tight cat suit, <laughs> uh, one piece. So, uh, you know, I took the, my pregnancy off and then I really just wanted to spend several years just focusing on motherhood. I didn't want to be split and I'm just kind of that person when I'm doing something, I'm 100% in it. Um, you know, I'm having conversation with a friend. I'm not checking my phone. I'm really just kind of want that type of person. So I knew that that's the kind of mom I wanted to be is just really be like fat and tired and peace. <laughs> <Also, laughs> I just wanted to be like 
fully um, present for her, not worried about like, oh my God, mommy has an audition. I want to my crop. And <laughs> so I really did that for many years and it was wonderful. And it was just a really great experience with her. I'm really glad I did that. Um, yeah. And so, you know, about six years, when she was about six years old, um, you know, I was getting a couple offers. So maybe I would do one thing a year. And it was only maybe two years ago that I decided, okay, you know, my daughter is almost 14 now. And so when she was about 12, I said, you know what, I'm really missing it. I think I want to, I want to get back. I was starting to feel more myself. I was ready. to. I felt like she was more self-sufficient and what really kind of the light bulb went off as I started teaching acting. I was asked to teach at an acting Academy here and that just sparked my love of it again. And, and I just went, you know what, like I'm teaching all these people and I'm like helping their careers. And I'm like, I kind of want mine back. And now the question was, does anybody want me back? (laughs) I don't know. So I just contacted my, my team and I just went, Oh, I'm thinking of coming back. And they were like, well, 100% like a lot has changed. And also like, I was coming back older. Right. I was like mid forties. Right. And so I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I said, I think I just need to try and give it another shot and it's worked out. So thank Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome because i noticed that you know you're an actress that loves to give back to upcoming hosts interviewers you know people that's just coming in the field to kind of feel natural uh was this something that you always good at or was it something a skill that you developed in your career yeah i know it's actually something it's funny because everybody kind of knows me like on sets when they had epk come or um, they had satellite tours to do they always knew to ask me because i love people I love talking to people. Um, so that was always a real um, favorite part of the industry for me, to be honest. I really okay. love it. And I also studied psychology. I always wanted to be kind of in the, you know, in a social work kind of field as well. So I just, you know, connection with people is a really important thing to me. So it just, I think, comes easy to me. I was also a new girl uh, in my, in my, as a kid, like I moved around every two to three years. So I was very used to kind of like putting myself out there, talking to people, being in different situations and strange countries and cities. And even as a model, I modeled for a few years around the world. So I was kind of always just really at ease with talking to people. I didn't ever have like the, a wall up that maybe I should have more, but I just don't because I see us just as two humans connecting and let's have fun. It's not a big deal to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Because myself and my co-host, uh, we both work in uh, the mental health field. Uh, uh, Dave's a therapist and like I'm a behavioral therapist. Uh, and it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? Because it's just like helping people. That's like our main thing. And then like doing this is our our getaway, you know what I mean? From just like all the hard things that we have to like deal with and stuff like that. This is our escape uh, with horror. So it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? Doing stuff like this. So it's pretty, like I said, it's cool to see you helping people and giving back like to the careers. And I had seen a post that you had posted up about like voice acting and how people can get started. Uh, Growing up for me, voice acting was definitely on the top of my list of things to do because I loved how I can make my voice change and sound like some of my favorite cartoon characters. But I just never really seemed like it never seemed like it could happen. There weren't really too many uh, people around to educate on making that happen. So I think really it's really cool that you do stuff like that. Um, and I feel like a lot of people miss their opportunities because it's just like, just don't know how to get into the field, you know? So, yeah. or they're too afraid or, yeah. they, oh, it's never, it's never going to happen. I'll, I'm not good at this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. You know, when I do that coaching, that's the, the part that I love the most about it is helping people come out of their shell 
and just going for it. And it builds their confidence. And, you know, even when I started my career, I was doing a lot of sci-fi and, you know, there's a uh-huh. really specific fan base for that. And I, you know, when I originally thought I was going to go into social work or psychology, um, I felt a little bit selfish choosing not to, I have to be honest. I was like, I felt like, Oh, look at me choosing the easy route. The like, you know, I want to be an actress. And I was I was actually really, I don't know. I struggled with that a lot, actually, um, to not judge myself myself too harshly mm-hmm. um, and by choosing the easy path. But then what ended up happening was this beautiful thing that I just connected a lot with fans. And I, you know, I really do make sure that that's a big part of my life is connecting yeah. with fans and especially young girls that saw my characters as role models. And then I just kind of remember after a few years, I was like, wow, because I would do meetups with them and we'd organize things where I'd meet them at conventions and just to see the impact that those characters that I played had on them and their mental health and they would share their stories, mm-hmm. especially as young girls, I felt like, wow, like, look, like, you know, the two, my two loves kind of blend yeah. one and you can do both. You can have a, a a career and a life that is fulfilling in so many different ways, but also gives back. So yeah, I, I'm I'm happy we talked about that because that was a really big deal to me. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I had seen, uh, a post also that you're like really like advocate for women's rights and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to kind of see someone in this line of work, you know, that can juggle both things, you know what I mean? It's cause it's like you said, it's not just about you and like you, you, just, you feel like you probably chose easy road, but it's, it's a way that you can do both. So it's pretty cool to kind of like, just see everything unfold for you. Absolutely. Exactly. And then just by chance, I guess, cause maybe my dad was a sergeant and we weren't raised as like typical girls. I think that had a lot of influence on me, um, in the roles that I ended up booking. Like I didn't seek out those roles. You know, you start as an actress, you're just like, I'll do anything, yeah. <laughs> Hire people, do whatever. But <laughs> then it just ended up being that I was hired as these strong female characters and that ended up just being very fulfilling too, because of the, uh, the importance of, you know, my, the feminine feminism, um, mm-hmm. that I believe in. And, you know, uh, it just felt like, wow, again, like full circle, I was able to have this career that was satisfying, you know, but also a good influence on girls as well. So it's yeah. just how life works, you know? Yeah. So now you also starred in Saw 6 as Shelby. Whenever we talk about the Saw franchise, the carousel trap is always a big discussion. What was it like to film that scene? That was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was crazy because that was probably, I don't know if it took one or two days to film that, but um, I was actually newly pregnant. I found out I was pregnant like the day before we shot that scene. So I don't know if you know this, but the first couple months of pregnancy, there's a lot of morning sickness. Yeah. Really easy. Um, car rides are a bit of a challenge. So imagine that carousel, right? But I got through it and maybe it helps me looking a little bit pale and like, ah! <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that was crazy because we would just film that all day and then we'd break for lunch and then we'd, you know, the cast would be in our trailers or sitting at the lunch table and, you know, there'd be bits of brains and guts on our hair and we'd just be <laughs> having normal discussions. And at one point we all looked at each other going, this is what we do for a living, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening but yeah so um that was really a fun experience i oh, love that's that. cool <laughs> that and you know what i was also wondering i was like you know i bet this baby's gonna come out like screaming her face off <laughs> she was colicky for the first few months 
And oh, I'm like, what was that my fault? Because she just heard mommy screaming for like <laughs> days on end. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> now your daughter's at the age now to kind of watch these horror films. Has she watched uh, Saw 6 yet or no? No, she hasn't. So she's almost 14. Okay. Now I should ask her. I've asked her if she wants to see, but it's 18 and over. So I can't, I can't yeah. watch. She can't watch Thanksgiving, but she has seen the trailer. Um, but she's a big FNAF fan. So okay. Freddy's, I went to see that with her last week. Um, That's awesome. So I think when she's a little bit older and can see the movie, she will be a fan. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. So it's cool because I actually had taken my daughter to go see Thanksgiving. Uh, she's 13, but, you know, she's kind of been into horror like ever since she was young. Uh, it was just like something that like I grew up watching horror with my grandmother when I was young. And so it's like I watched it with my kids at a young age. And so, you know, they they know the difference between it's fake and everything like that. And so they, yeah. they love the the jump scares and everything. So when we went to go see Thanksgiving, like my daughter was just like all over me, like, oh, my God, covering her eyes. So it was a good it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a nice like family tradition that you have oh, yeah <laughs> well, because you know what i think of like we, you know i was just saying you know it's 18 and over i can't bring her but i was like my god in the 80s we were watching nightmare yeah. on elm street and yep. jc at like 10 years old so all right well see <laughs> we're going to watch thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> oh man so now you know, let's talk about thanksgiving the film is based on um, the mock trailer from quentin tarantino's 2007 grindhouse film Fans have been waiting 16 years for Eli Roth to make this film, and he finally did. Uh, as a horror fan, when November hits, the horror social media timelines are always filled with uh, the mock trailer and fans begging Eli to make it. And like I just said, he finally did. And we're just happy that you're a part of it. Uh, can you give a synopsis of the film? Yeah, so it, what is great about this movie is that it's not just gratuitous gore and it has like a kind of a moral behind it as well you know there's like a um and it's a you know who done it so it's like a murder mystery um so that's why i think people are loving it so much it's because it's not just you know like you know because that yeah. would just be a small group of people that could watch that it's not really like that sustainable long term but i do think why it's doing so well is is the story behind it the characters um the moral the gore yeah. uh the craziness that it is the jump scares and everything but yeah i think it's so well done i had i only saw it for the first time last week and i was really okay. actually quite impressed. I did not know what to expect i had seen the trailer so i knew <laughs> we were in for it <laughs> and you know knowing getting to know eli and stuff um i knew it was going to be amazing but i i love that it just feels really well-rounded to be yeah. honest that was the thing too like i watched it open at night and it was just cool to be in a theater watching this with like all horror fans and like people that had no idea what they were getting themselves into. Uh, you had people screaming, popcorn flying everywhere. Uh, <laughs> people were saying, don't go that way, doing all this stuff. So I, I feel as though like this horror film definitely set the tone for like the horror experience, bringing it back. You know, it was a, definitely a fun ride. So I can't even imagine how much fun it was to make this film. Yeah. It was. I mean, I can speak for my big scenes at the yeah. end. Uh, those were uh, really, really fun to shoot. It just got me really, um, it was just fun. I mean, as an actor, you really want those kind of juicy roles that push you to the limit. And and that did push me to the limit, like physically, mentally, yeah. everything being in that oven all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, but that was crazy. That was really, really great. And just working with Eli and 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 him being such a big supporter through that process, knowing as an actor himself what 
I was going through and what we were creating was just really magical. It was really um, terrifyingly magical. And it just, you know, at the end of the day, I remember just feeling this. I remember I had no voice left. Absolutely. <laughs> I was covered in bruises, right? Oh, man. Hanging. Um, the back of my head on the grates for hours, but it was this satisfaction as an actor that I had of just like, that's what I, that's what I came into this business for. Shit, That stuff that makes me feel like I'm, you know, (laughs) I was going to say burning alive inside, but I think it's because I'm like, (laughs) but you know, I call it this burning feeling that we have in our heart and souls as an actor when we are just in the pocket. Yeah. That was really, really fun. So super special. Nice. Now, how did you get involved with this project? Did you have any idea of the hype behind this film before going into it? No, honestly, I think it was January of this year. Okay. You know, getting a bunch of auditions. I do a few self tapes down in my basement every day. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, ah, Thanksgiving, my role. Okay, bitchy stepmom. All right. So put on the earrings, <laughs> put on the thing. I actually posted a story the other day of like just a little clip of my audition um, uh, for Kathleen. And uh, no, I just saw, sent in a self tape. And a month later, I got offered the part, like not even a callback or anything. And I was like, oh, okay, Thanksgiving. I'm like, see me a Thanksgiving movie. I had no idea it was going to be a horror. I had no idea. <laughs> So when I booked it, obviously, um, you know, I was like, oh, oh, that's what this is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah. So I it was really like sending a tape. It was kind of an actor's dream, to be honest. Oh, that's cool. So for listeners that have not seen the film or have seen it already, we all know you play a essential role at the Thanksgiving table. That's all I could say about that. You star as Kathleen in this film. Can you tell us a little bit about the role and how did you prepare for it? Yeah, so Kathleen is, um, so I play Rick Hoffman's wife, his Mm -hmm. second wife. And, you know, she's a bit of the typical trophy wife, a bit shallow. Uh, You think she's just a gold digger. She doesn't have a great relationship with her stepdaughter, uh, stepdaughter, um, Nell, played by Nell Verlack, who's amazing. Um, So, you know, it would have been really easy to just play her like that, you know, this kind of caricature. And I didn't want to do that. Um, even, you know, obviously I knew the fate that was, <laughs> was going to happen to my yeah. character, but I just wanted to make sure that, um, it wasn't just a farce, you know, mm. she wasn't a farce and that she did, you know, that people actually felt like she did love her husband, you know, yeah. she wasn't just there for the money. You know, there wasn't much time that developed, like we didn't have much time on screen that developed their relationship, but it was just something that in my heart, you know, like as actors, we always have these little secret compartments uh, for our characters, little choices that we make. But I really wanted uh, to feel like the moments that she had with her husband were authentic. Yeah. And then maybe she's tacky and shallow and maybe she is a bit of a gold digger on the side, but no human is ever just one thing, right? So yeah, exactly. Whenever you play <laughs> characters, I think that if you play them one dimensional, it's going to come across that way. So in the end, I think with the feedback that I've gotten w- w- with what happens to me is people are all like, I'm shocked that I, I was actually like, I cared about what was happening. I, I, I didn't uh, like what was happening to you. So, you know, yeah, we're just, humans are complicated. So I wanted to make sure that she had some layers, you know, to her a little bit. Yeah. From, from my view of things, it didn't seem like you were a really bad stepmom. It's just, I think it was just like the teen view of it, you know what I mean? Of just going into a new relationship and stuff like that. So it was kind of seemed more of a mean stepmother from just the teen's view of things, you know? So, yeah, so exactly. yeah, that's yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that came across. Cause yeah, I didn't want to play her to be a total bitch. Yeah. 
I just, you know, when you've lost your mother, no one can replace, right? Yeah. And then so, you know, maybe, you know, she's not like the ideal stepmom that you would want, but yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a process. That's cool. So I'm sure you don't spend your Thanksgiving like Kathleen in this film. Can you tell us what a normal Thanksgiving looks like for your household? Uh, what are some of your favorite dishes that you must have each year? So it's funny because I'm French Canadian, right? Okay. So um, Thanksgiving's not a huge thing in my culture. Oh, all right. It's more of like uh, like the English side of Canada, or really, I mean, it's huge in the states. Um, but we we would do it. Like we would. It was an excuse for my family to drink wine and eat good food because food <laughs> is really really important in my family. My mom's a great cook. I also love cooking. So we just kind of use it as an excuse to, you know, so it was, you know, the typical like turkey, um, you know, turkey, gravy, uh, sweet potatoes, um, dessert. So it was really, really traditional that way. But we just kind of tagged along. We're like, oh, what's traditional Thanksgiving food? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it's a really just nice time with family. It's not like a huge deal. We do it for one night. It's dinner, but it's 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 really nothing more than that. But yeah, it's just a nice dinner time with with my small family okay that's cool so i feel like everyone in this film did a great job uh everyone the cast was great what was it like working with eli and everyone in the cast you know what are some moments that that you'll always remember well definitely i remember feeling a little like i don't get starstruck or nervous too often but i remember with patrick dempsey i was like <laughs> i might be a little nervous i might be a little like <laughs> <laughs> So I hope I didn't come across that way. I think I know how to play it cool when I'm like dying inside. I think that's kind of something that I've mastered. But, um, you know, my mom was definitely flipping out. So uh, that was kind of a moment where I was like, okay, I'm feeling some things. <laughs> but he ended up being so funny. Actually, I was not expecting him to be funny. Nice. Really funny, super nice, great. Uh, Rick Hoffman, great. I spent most of my time with him. He's hilarious. He's great. We had wonderful talks. Like we were on that parade float for hours at a time so we had some really good talks about like life and where we are um you know where we're at in our life and then the rest of the cast was just honestly i know everybody probably says this but it was really true everybody was so great and fun mm -hmm. and kind and real you know i call them we were calling the kids right because like we're, yep. the, we're old people on set <laughs> The kids were all just so excited to be there and they bonded so well. It was really cute to see how their friendship grew in, the, in this movie. And of course, the crew was incredible. I loved I loved our, DO, our DP. I loved our camera crew. I loved everybody, makeup, hair. Truly, 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 like probably one of the best set experiences. And then, you know, having Eli there is just was we became really good friends from this and um, I just respect him so much and love him so much. And it was just great. He was the best director I've ever worked with, you know? That's cool. That's, that's a good thing to hear, you know, some positive things because there's, we have a lot of guests on, you know, sometimes some actors that it's hard working with some, some people at times, you know, so it's cool to have positive things about Eli because he's definitely one of, you know, one of my favorite directors and, and writers and stuff like that. So that's cool. He is, I mean, I can't say enough good things about him, honestly, just, you know, from working with him, collaborating with him, and then even like in post, like he was just sharing, you know, a lot of things after he was just really complimentary. He's a very generous person. I think being an actor, right, himself, he really relates to us in, in yeah. a lot of ways like that. He's got so much energy, so much fun. He's just 
um, but his kindness and his wanting um, us to be successful also from this was something that I noticed as well, like really sharing his success with us, mm. which directors don't do, right? It's their film. Yeah. They're the actors who come on, you know, we see it that way, but he's just incredibly generous and, and it was really kind through this whole process and still to this day. So I feel a very, very uh, grateful for him actually. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So now, are there any other projects that our listeners should be looking out for that are upcoming for you? Uh, let everyone know where they can find you on social media also. Uh, yeah, so Instagram is my second home. So find me at Karen Cleesh on Instagram. I love it there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just did a few days on a, a little indie comedy called Race Walkers in Toronto. I was just there about a month ago doing that. That's that's a really funny script. Okay. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I play a reporter who reports on race walking, you know. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yep. It's a hilarious comedy. I was crying during the script. It was really, really funny. I love doing comedy. So that's coming out probably next year. Um, and then, you know, now that the strike is over, um, uh, hopefully projects starts start coming back and yeah. we get to work. So um, hopefully that's coming down the pipeline. Can't wait. Okay. Nice. So thank you for coming on. And for everyone listening, Thanksgiving is in theaters now, playing everywhere. So definitely go check it out on the big screen. You don't want to miss it. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, take it easy. Thank you. Bye. Game over.